Blog Talk Radio. Body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I wanted to tune in to We Station, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. Sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Seattle Coalition. I go and tell Hunter where for go. If Hunter want help support, we grind your honor to gullahgeechee.net. Gullahgeechee.net. We want Hunter chillin' but join we while we hold upon this your land for the Gullah Geechee. So we got guests this evening. We'll go and join we and crack we teeth about what going on down here. Honey Island from Jacksonville, North Kakalaki to Jacksonville, Florida, in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And Hunter Chillin, it's time for take a stand and help we for whole punt Gullah Geechee land. We ancestors have had this year, and you know we always fund this year's show. Gee uplifting to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. So this evening, this year's show dedicated to everybody. We've been a human rights leaders and thing like that. We've been a stand for we land and the whole punt. We culture and thing like that. So we're so glad that the Hunter Chillin tune in this evening. Thank you, thank you for all the guests who did it this evening. A stand up with we and a day for Yeti. What going on, ya, with the Gullah Geechee? You got a couple more minutes. Going on, tweet this, ya. Going on, hit them up on your Facebook. Going on, text people. Tell them for tune in, right, ya, for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This, ya, the we show. But it's time for all the Hunter Chillin around the world for get up. Get involved and get into it. This is the only way we going to do it. Get involved. 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 Get involved.
of these types of things going on, these genocidal attacks going on. Well, while that was only a little bit to keep me busy while I'm going from country to country, I then start getting all your tweets, your Facebook messages, your emails, the phone calls to the office are piling up. I'm sure I haven't even checked voicemail yet because I just got back in the country. I probably don't have space on voicemail in the office at all. For all the people that made contact to say they want to help now with Gullah Geechee Land. Well, the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour is an outgrowth of the Save the Sea Islands tours I've been doing for 20 years. I'm approaching 40 years doing the work I'm doing to fight for Gullah Geechee land and our community and our culture. And so tonight I am joined by others here in the Gullah Geechee Nation who are part of the Gullah Geechee Nation's leadership who have stood by me over these last 16 going on 17 years since we declared ourselves a nation, and officially stood on our human right to self-determination. And I have with me our representative out of Florida, Sister Glenda Simmons-Jenkins. Good evening, Sister Glenda. How are you do? Good evening. I'm fine. I'm fine. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. And I also have Dr. Amir Jamal Teray, who was one of our inaugural members of the Wisdom Circle Council of Elders and was an active part of my instrument ceremony, as well as obtaining the votes for my election when I was initially elected down in Georgia. Good evening. As-salamu alaykum. Peace and blessings. What's up to the family? We were just down there in Nassau County. I said, we put the flag down in Nassau County and said, Oh, you didn't hail me. You didn't hail me. You came to Nassau and didn't hail me, brother. We took it there to Nassau County. We got Nassau County part of Georgia now. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> see, see, here we go. See, I'm glad Dr. Teray acted his normal self um, and, and said what he just said about that he now has Nassau County, Florida, as a part of Georgia because that leads us right into this, uh, the annexation of Gullah Geechee lands into other places and yes. how these annexations then often cause the displacement of Gullah Geechee people. And I wanted to go ahead, I'm doing my show tomorrow evening, but I wanted to do the special broadcast on Gullah Geechee land retention because I know both of you know firsthand various cases we can cite of families losing their land. And so I'm going to... First, pitch this ball right on at Dr. Teray since he made that comment because I know your family roots stem from Hilton Head, and we use Hilton Head as a prime example of destructionment with all the gated areas, the golf courses that the world over people know about it as a resort town, but they do not recognize that it is a Gullah Geechee Island. And I know recently you were on Facebook you posted about your family land loss, and also we know the Allen family that many of my listeners here heard on this broadcast before when we discussed the Uniform Heirs Property Petition Act, know about the Foot Dennis movement that they started as a family from Hilton Head that, just like you, wants to hold on to your land. But I know you're also an attorney. So talk to people about why they need to be able to dialogue with their families before they get engaged with the legal process and how that legal process can ultimately disenfranchise the entire family when the family can't come to the conclusion that they should hold on to ancestral land. And, Queen, I would say this is so tragic now that even when we're at Gichikunda for our sugarcane harvest, we have brothers and sisters there whole family lands are in Tennessee and other parts of the South going through the same exact thing. So mm. is Gullah people being affected by that? African people in the coastal areas of Georgia and South Carolina, Florida, and North Carolina, but also black folks in general being affected by this. And while we, yeah. and it goes back to time, just like you said, we discussed this. We have been on the battlefields with regard to this, so we are not newbies to this. We have been there, you, Sister Glenda, uh, Sister Elder Carly Town. We've been out yeah. there. We told people from Georgetown and Myrtle Beach, we said, do not sell land. We said, leave right. land. That's because right. what happens, the land remains in the family. It means right. generations that the land is not your land. It's the land of a family. 
And so right. many of us get comforted out. We want this instant gratification right now. We are microwavable people. So we're going to do that. And then guess what happens? You can no longer have the plan. You have no legacy. And one of the right. things is, and I threw this out there. Some people saw me on Facebook when I brought this up. But it's not just when I threw it out my family, my own family, but it's with regards to other families, too, where people get $2,400 from off the sale of waterfront property or over yep. a lot acres of land, over 100 acres of land that people not get $2,400. Get that is In some cases, they said, you know who gets more money out of it? The real estate the brokers and the attorneys. Yeah. So here it goes. You have now sold land that came in your families right after the Civil War, which was a part of 40 acres and a mule, where people right. understood that the land, the, that their freedom, it was just not, the war was not just about freedom. It was about them having land and having autonomy. So we tell them, right. you got to talk to your families. And when I heard Queen, somebody said, said, Jamal, you know what happened? We listened to the older members of our family. And we went along because Uncle So-and-so wanted to sell the land because, and I hear one case, Uncle So-and-so decided to sell the land because the grandchild of his wife that he married, who was not his first wife, who married, she didn't have a grandchild who was a real estate agent who then induced the oh, mother, the wow. grandmother, not induced That's the right. uncle to mm-hmm. sell the property. Guess what? And the rest of the family sat back and they deferred to him because he was the oldest one in the family. Ridiculous. Right, yeah. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. them. Then you have other people who they got foreclosures going on in their own family, and now to that you throw some other head stuff. That here goes. You got because so one part of my family they understand about holding land and they do that. My grandmother right. understands so that, so we still had that one part. It's the other part. Some of her siblings that their grandchildren, their great grandchildren, they got houses going in the foreclosure. Then they can't even sell but sell. I mean, save their properties from off the field of the waterfront properties. Ridiculous. And then, it oh, my ridiculous. God. Let me go and share this with you. Then, just like and I, I'm going to say, Sister Glenda. Yes. Brother William. Elder Carl yes. Town. Queen mm-hmm. Quest. They have been there in the trenches saving properties. And also, not just saving properties, but fight on behalf of our people. But they've also been basically promoting and showing the culture in a positive way. We got people that we applaud and say, this is a great Gullah Geechee storyteller or a great Gullah Geechee speaker and other stuff or a great Gullah Geechee representative. When they're involved in some of the goddamn land. And I, oops, yeah. sorry about that. But we're just being real. So here you go. Yeah. How can you preserve the culture when you're not engaged in the center of the land? You right. want your land still intact, stay intact, but then now you don't want other people from the same coastal town, the same island, the same city, you don't want them to say, I'm like, that's hypocrisy. I cannot be about yeah. trying to save my culture, preserve my culture, and then not be concerned about properties of other people in my area. I right. Because I got concerned about everybody from Jacksonville, North Carolina, down to St. Augustine, Florida. If I'm right about saving my culture, preserving my culture, uplifting my culture. There ain't no hypocrisy in that thing. Jamal's just going to look out for Hilton Head. Jamal's concerned about Hilton Head, Savannah, Darren, uh, right. Walter Burrow. Uh, right. Buford, 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 right. St. Augustine. We can talk about all of We can talk about Dorkyville. But it's mm-hmm. that, that stuff needs to end. That stuff needs to end. But guess what? They go and do it, and it is tragic. And then they go. Then they try to figure out why we have poverty. Because you right. the thing that was the wealth, the land, the water. Exactly. And today we're not doing with all that. And that's why I said, simple thing. Family trust. You can go give it to somebody about a family trust. You know, at least the land. Even what I found out is develop, some developers in Savannah said, they said, Jamal, you know, we would much prefer, we would prefer to leave the land than to buy the land. Exactly. This is early in the 2000s when I'm having a conversation about this. I'm like, what? They said, yeah, we prefer to have the land leased as opposed to buying the land. So right, selling it out. And our families who are not selling the land, not listen to all of us who've been out there sharing this information for 17 years, lease right. the land. It remains the family, and then lease. you have an improvement on the land that brings even greater wealth to the family down the road. Right. And let me just say right now, many of you who are listening, there's so much information that we already have at GullahGeecheeNation.com. 
at GullahGeecheeNation.com. Follow our blog. You can search. You can find where we've discussed Ed's property over and over, and we've given out information about these tools, like forming family LLCs, forming family land trusts. We've documented this. We've put this out there. Follow Gullah Geechee TV. You'll see broadcasts where we've discussed these kind of issues, especially what Dr. Teray just mentioned about the water and the waterfront. And, Sister Glenda, I want to pick right up there with you because you have been a part of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association as well as a founder of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida and have been on the front lines with us fighting on the front shorelines with us, fighting for our right. water rights as well as our land rights. And I know That's you're right. right there in Nassau County, Florida, Amelia Island, Fernandina Beach, our rich legacy with American Beach, and you literally, this your sand. You have walked this yep. sand. So, honey, in the crack your teeth, but take my dear, no book, chuck down in a book, and thing like that. This is your real <laughs> life. Tell yep. us. The situation with just what Dr. Teray is saying about trying to educate people about what their families need to do to identify, number one, as Gullah Geechee, and then to hold on to their land as a legacy for future generations by holding it and retaining it within the family. Right. Well, I, first of all, I appreciate having the opportunity and uh, certainly to be able to speak on this matter uh, with Brother Jamal Ture, I appreciate that as well. And this is, of course, something that comes right to my front door, but literally because uh, mm-hmm. my homeland is on the marsh, as is the case for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. My introduction, I should say the precursor to my introduction to my Gullah Geechee culture and, and heritage came probably about five years prior because there was a rezoning notice on a piece of property um, that belonged in the family. And so land use and zoning laws, I had to take a crash course because (laughs) immediately people were saying, oh, we're going to zone commercial. And so it's like, okay, what are the implications of all of this? So, yeah, up close and personal, I've had to deal with this topic. And even in my own family, my grandparents on my mother's side, left roughly 12 acres, but even given that they were a little ahead of the game because they they assigned each parcel to each of their children, mm-hmm. we're still in a situation where the generation after our parents is now like, okay, everything's up in the air, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. we we understood the implications of making sure that we kept the land because it was something our grandfather and grandmother made very clear to us. And it, that information has been passed down through generations. But you know what I found is that those of us who have lived on the land and who are right here tend to be far more sensitive to the issue than those who are away. And yeah, it's right. like what you say, Queen, you say that um, we are the land. And right. that's exactly how I feel about it. I feel like this land is my family. It, it's a part Absolutely. of who I am. And that I have a responsibility to to take care of it because it's benefiting me. You know, it has, it has given me a place to live all these years. It has given my parents a place to live and my grandparents. It's provided... The land has provided food. It's, I mean, so we. I think listening to Brother Jamal, he he spoke about it from the standpoint of, you know, our people being more educated and acting with far less ignorance with regard to how we manage the land. The need to become educated, but I also want to tap into this issue of what the governmental and systemic forces often thrust upon us that we end up having to battle. I mean, sometimes you can just be minding your own business, doing what is it you you are supposed to do. You're paying Mm -hmm. your taxes. You you know, you're handling things, and here they come. You know, Mm -hmm. so immediately the right to self-determination becomes threatened. You know, and I brought this up at one of our um, sustainability uh, think tank meetings, that here we are, you say, uh, help yourself, you know, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all this kind right. of rhetoric. But then when we do it, you come to snatch everything out from up under us. Right. And so 
it really is a constant battle on both sides. On the one hand, you're dealing with trying to get people to understand just what a valuable asset it is to own land. And then on the other hand, you have people who already understand that, and they've got a plan that's 10, 20 years deep for how they're going to take it from you. So, you know, as as you know, because you've been here to, to council meetings, to various other things, yeah. we yeah. are always dealing with the issue of how do we hold on to what we've inherited and how do we put in place mechanisms that allow us to evolve as the court system and other things evolve. evolve. You know, right. Um, right. The, the land trust is a very efficient tool. But in our situation, what I'm finding is even beyond the land trust, we're having to look at other more um, corporate and, and entrepreneurial type ways to make sure that we can hold on to the land. Because, Absolutely. yeah, because we have family yeah. members who are, um, you know, they're essentially divesting their interests. And they're going to divest mm-hmm. one of two ways either they're going to sell it. And mm-hmm. leave you stuck with whoever is next to you that decides to buy it. Mm-hmm. Or um, if they're nice enough, they'll say, well, we'll just deed it over to you. But that's not always the case. Most times okay. people right. want to be, reap some financial benefit, so-called, from right. what it from, is. You know, And see, people land. have to understand this from a, a spiritual standpoint as well. Uh, and, I, you Absolutely. know, I'm serious about this. It's one thing to lose the land because you didn't have the resources or because somebody has has manipulated you or or done something to otherwise hoodwink you out of it. But it is another thing altogether to say, okay, I'm going to sell something I didn't work a day in my life to keep. Come on. You know, I think that's serious business. That's very yeah. when your and that's ancestors, for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are consequences, mm-hmm. and this was yep. pointed out to me by somebody, and and I really had to start paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. to me, it's the equivalent of um, selling your birthright in the Bible. You know, yeah, something yeah. that yeah. Definitely. something Definitely. that God gave you that you then decide to sell to me that that's serious. And if you're going to do that, you better think long and hard, and hard. before you do it. And and I'll I'll just wrap up saying this. Uh, recently I had a telephone conversation with someone who um, has not only been working to keep her family's land, but she's been working tirelessly to keep the land of her husband's family. She received a phone call where she was told, you know, such and such property is going to be auctioned. She was like, what? You know, the taxes hadn't been paid. Nobody had notified them to say, you know, can you help me? We're about to lose it, whatever. That's another thing, communication. We know there's a lot of psychological reasons that that we as a people flounder when it comes to our ability to just sit down and be honest with each other. But so this was a case where she didn't know that this was happening. So she goes to the courthouse. She's like, I don't know how. I've never been to auction. I don't know what to do. Right. The person who notified her said, okay, I'm, you know, I'll run you through it. It's not that hard. So she gets through the auction, and she outbids somebody who is known for being at these sales. Uh-huh. So she wins the property back. She goes through the process of signing, so on and so forth, only to be told, by the clerk of court or whoever the officials are, that the property that she bid on, when they wrote it up, they they did a Scribner's error. So, therefore, what she purchased was not really the land that she bid on or some foolishness. That's ridiculous. That's the first so I heard of that. Like, she's, and so they're saying to her, well, you know, we can write you a refund check. She, I don't want a refund. No, I want want the the land that I bid on that belongs to me. So these are the kinds of tactics that that we're having to deal with on every side. If it's not the government. Right, the government is the main entity. Mm -hmm. 
let me interject one thing you said a while ago, which is one of the things that's critical at this moment because in 10 days, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition will be 20 years old. As both of you well know and most of my listeners to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio around the world know, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition was the first organization in the entire world, the history of the world, to exist with the terms Gullah Geechee in its name and the first to ever put a website on the Internet. We have consistently been in the front line fighting to keep land ownership in the Gullah Geechee community because, as you said, I always say, the land is our family, the waterway is our bloodline. So for me, selling land is selling your family again on an auction block. Now, here it is that very similarly to other tactics that went on during enslavement is the rape and pillaging. That's going on. And the tactic you just described is part and parcel of that. But you said 20-year plans. And that's the thing. The government entities, whether they be town councils, city councils, state councils, state, or federal government, they have these 10, 20, 50, and 100-year plans that they're looking at. Gullah Geechee families tend not to want to sit down in the meetings, show up to the meetings to get the free information that Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has given out about doing things like what you said, making your land income generating. You can have an LLC, a family LLC, where there are right. shares in it, and it's still an income generating piece of property because it's leased out. Yeah. The money goes yeah. to the LLC, and all the shareholders receive a check yeah. each year. But you have to be proactively involved. Right. You can't be reactionarily involved. And we too often, right. as people of African descent, react. But we are not proactive, and we have to begin to call that out and get rid of that spirit amongst us of, well, somebody else is going to do it, or that one leader going to take care of all of this so I don't have to go to the meeting. No, you have to get up, get involved, get into it. That's why I play that song as a call to action. People need to be actively involved. The other thing that is going on, that I noticed people don't look at the plan. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has always had a long-term plan. We're always being proactive. We end up having to do the reactionary stuff when things like this come out on the news and then everybody gets all up in arms. I found it very interesting and very telling that I've had over a 1,000, I'm sure, Facebook messages, emails, and, and, and stuff coming through, even Instagram messages for that matter, in just the past week since the BBC sent this out on top of the regular ones, just ones that were about the BBC story about Plannersville. And all these people claimed if we had a GoFundMe, they were going to give money to it. Where we already have a fundraiser link on the very front page of the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Facebook fan page, there's a yellow box that says Give. You click on it, and it takes you immediately to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. There was only a very small amount on that fund to raise initially since two years ago when we put it there. In a couple of days, based on about 10 people, that fund now had marked of $1,200 has been reached by just 10 or 12 people. But what happened to the rest of the people that wrote me? What happened to the, the rest of them that were up in arms, the outrage, this is a disgrace, we feel sorry, and all of this? We also sent the same message and posted it on every page that someone tagged us to on Facebook and said, join, be an active member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. And we specifically said active because there are ongoing issues, as you hear us talking about. This is happening in South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and North Carolina. It's not just happening in Plantersville, South Carolina. It's not just happening no. in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It's not just happening in Nassau County, Florida. It's happening all over. But when you get sidetracked looking at one little town or right. one little island off the coast of Georgia or one yeah. little place right here, then they can go and rape and pillage everywhere else. I used to right. call it setting fires. They set a fire in one spot. If you turn your head and run over this way with the bucket, then they go set a bigger fire the other way, and we all split up and scatter and run in different directions. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition you can find at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. You can email us direct to gu 
L L G E E C O at AOL dot com. Go geeko at AOL dot com and we will tell you how to ongoing be a part of the plans we have as leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation. People who are natives of the Gullah Geechee Nation. People who've been on the front lines now. It's almost forty years. When I thought about it today I said, I don't believe this. That it is almost forty years that I've been doing something. And that has been fighting for this land and fighting for Gullah Geechee culture to be accurately presented and represented. And so, as Dr. Ture alluded to earlier, all these names, and Elder Collytown is even scheduled to be calling in from Charleston in a little while, we are dealing with an onslaught, but not only now land trying to be taken from those coming in from the mainland who set their sights and wanting to live on the coast, but also sea level rise climate change dynamics, ocean acidification. When we have waterfront, for us, it's not a recreational tool. It is a literal survival tool. It nurtures us physically. We get our seafood from the water. That is a major part of our economic center of the Gullah Geechee Nation, sea work and agriculture. So we're talking about food security. When you have food security, you have independence, and you've heard us using this word already, and self-determined people fight to hold on to their autonomy, their independence, and their ownership, the ownership of our land, the ownership of our intellectual property rights, and the way in which we're presented. And as Dr. Therese said, one of the threats against that right now is people constantly doing all these festivals now. People want to be entertained, not entertained. People wanting to come and go hear storytelling and jokes instead of coming here wanting to help us fight to hold on to our land and learn from those who are and will continue to be on the front line of a human rights battle. So we need you to think hard and long and hard, like Sister Glenda said, about what your choices are. Because you can come in and choose to go in a gated area, which doesn't benefit us. In fact, it helps disenfranchise us. Or you can choose to come and go on a Gullah Geechee-owned tour. You can choose to come and rent a space from a Gullah Geechee-owned family. You can choose to eat in a Gullah Geechee-owned restaurant instead of a franchise. You can come out and support Gullah Geechee businesses. We even have GullahGeechee.biz online. That is where you can purchase items, even crafts made by our people. We have GullahGeechee.us online that tells you the tours and the workshops that are led by authentic Gullah Geechee people. Stop coming here or planning your family reunions and your uh, fraternity and sorority meetings and, and your organizational meetings and going to stay in the gated areas and then taking a tour that the Chamber of Commerce or the Parks, Recreation, and Tourism people tell you to take because they're taking the money away from Gullah Geechee's that even if they wanted to do what Sister Glenda said, the right thing, and pay the taxes, they won't even have the financial wherewithal to do. And that's what I see in this paperwork, even about Plannersville, is people's homes were sold the same way so our ancestors were sold, at auction. The same way a lot of our people lose their land, at auction. They said for delinquent tax. So a lot of times when it's delinquent, it's because people are not paying attention. And constantly on this on this broadcast, I always tell people to go back and check what's going on with your land and constantly check it even throughout the year. And you can do a lot of this online now with the various counties and keep track of what's going on with your property. But also don't ignore those letters. Be proactive. If they do send you a letter and you don't understand it, don't do like Sister Glenda just said. You because this is what they say. Now y'all tell me if y'all heard this before, Sister Glenda, Doctor Teray. I ain't say nothing because I don't want them in my business. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay then. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you sit there, and we end up in these situations, and then someone gets a hold of it in the news, and they make a big deal out of it in the news. But you'll also notice the BBC article, the Atlanta Star, never then told y'all who to get in touch with. They did not uh-huh. give any link back to the Gullah Geechee Nation, to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, the uh-huh. Gullah Geechee Angel Network, to to uh-huh. any of us, the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of North Florida. They didn't even say, well, here's a Twitter feed, at Gullah Geechee. They did not do that because the media makes their money by commercially selling tragedy. And uh-huh. there's also something now called tragedy tourism. 
So the city of Charleston is making millions of dollars because people yeah. are coming to Charleston to visit yeah. Emanuel AME where, where our yeah. people were murdered. It's shameful. Shameful. Killing our people in life and in death. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and that's the type of stuff that we have to be intelligent enough that you don't have to have, be a rocket scientist to understand that. You respect your humanity. You will other people right. mean your humanity by basically trivializing who you are. You will stand about respect. You don't let the media control how you think. Just like exactly. So many people are out, and so many people here get concerned about Sacramento and Georgia. Okay, come on now. We got gentrification happening throughout all our towns, all our cities. And our coastal areas are taking over here in Georgia. So it's not just about Sacramento. And so we say planners, we are concerned about all our people. We fight on behalf of all our people. But Charleston, they're taking over Charleston. They right. Over, they're going to North Charleston. They're going to Myrtle right. Beach. Right. They had all night in Myrtle Beach. So we know the same thing is happening in Wilmington. We got to be right. more active than the big queen to look at all of us. We just don't look at one spot of us and think, oh, that, that's it. No, we look at the totality of us because when I look at you, I see me. Me, mm-hmm. right. So I got to right. be concerned. I love you, so I got to love you. So that means I got to right. be concerned about where you are. doesn't limit us. And I have to go throughout this thing. People have to stop that. We're being guided by other folks. And again, right. we let others control who we are, but that's not who we are based on who how we they are. project us. That we exactly. just these nice, happy, lucky go Negroes. And then, and some, and I'm gonna say this. You know, some people have said almost about ten years ago, Queen. They said almost like Gullakichi people. Who was this person, Gullakichi? Saying that we always like museum relics. Yeah, that was exactly when he said that. And mm-hmm. we've still been fighting against that. So no, we don't need National Park Service and other people trying to re- no. regulate us to some god dog on museum pieces. And so the people right. come here, you go to your resorts and you go look at. Oh, I was I was looking for the Gullah people. Mm, I'm like, right. you're not in that craziness. I'm looking for other black people just like you. That is right. insanity. And respect them. That's the thing. You, but you come here, you come down here with that mindset, like, oh, I'm I, I'm on the resort. I'm enjoying the resort. But you don't come and do anything just like we've been sharing. Do anything with the people. And then you criticize the people at times. And a lot of times mm. I have to put them in their place because I'm not understanding. Get out of that craziness. Because you, you can't tell me the same thing ain't happening. When I start talking about people from Detroit, they tell yeah, it's happening in Detroit too, Jabal. Uh huh. Uh-huh, of course. Guess what? In LA, we, we can't even live in LA because we can't speak Spanish. Guess what? We got issues going on in LA. Mm. Or mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. too. People say, yeah, Jamal, they're lying. They do, it does happen. People from Canada, they're going to try to protect themselves. We don't have it in Canada. I what about the first, native, first world people? Oh, yes, that's right. true. And Jabal, in Toronto, we did have this. Yes, yeah, this is going on. This is like in Little Burgundy in Montreal. I was like, yes. come on now. So understand our story. It's the same. And don't let somebody direct you just to one little spot in our area. It's the entire right. area, and it's the same story being done to us around the entire around world. Around the world. And many of you who follow us on Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page will see that I was with the Americans at Trinidad, and what Dr. Teray is talking about was one of the reasons they were so proud I was there on their island, because they now are facing waterfront displacement issues because oh, wow. the same corporate culture of turning all the Caribbean or Caribbean, whichever way you pronounce it, yeah. into resorts for others who are more, quote-unquote, financially affluent to come in and just hang out and then rent a Negro to maybe come to the resort and sing and dance for them is starting yeah. to sink in there. And they have oil there, which is a different issue that we're trying to keep off yeah. our coast here is oil drilling. So this is a African diasporic global issue, and we need to face it, we need to deal with it, and we need to be actively involved and engaged with one another. And until we do that, people will still be able to direct us to one little fire at a time, and then somebody get burned up over there, and they go on, and then we got another fire somewhere else. And we lose every step when we are not united. So I want all our listeners right now, please, become an active part of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. Once again, we go to gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E 
net. You can see what we've been doing for 20 years already, and there's more work besides that because before the coalition started, we were at work already. So you can go and join and become an active member no matter where you are in the world. You do not have to be Gullah Geechee. You can be anyone who just stands with us for our right to self-determination and for us holding on to our land and our legacy. You can also directly email to G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. The three of us you hear here are also part of my group, the Gullah Connection. We will continue the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour throughout 2017. If you are interested in helping have a fundraiser and community awareness event, have us come to your college campus, your school campus, your community meeting, your community center, underneath the oak tree where we haunt the children need forget for deal with these things, go to anyone. You can email from what I already sent you, gave you, but you can also go to queenquet.com, Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T.com, and you will see the booking link there and send an email with details now. You'll see what it asks for, so give the details. And, again, the details are always what end up being something that displaces us because we don't want to read them details or we don't want to respond to all the details. Do the details. It makes a difference so that this way we can even come to you. But those who can come to us so that you will hear us live in person and be here on the ground to see what happens when people who are more unified and self-determined work together as families and hold on to their land and what happens when you're not as well, all right, and who are actively engaged in the political process and have more autonomy than when they're not, we want to show you this because this year, 2017, we are going to be launching the Black Folks Land Legacy Conference on St. Helena Island, March 10th through the 12th. We are going to do some field trips away from St. Helena Island so that you will see some of the other issues and dynamics in our neighboring area of the Gullah Geechee Nation as well. But this is going to be March 10th through the 12th, so put those dates down now. If you make sure you follow at GullahGeecheeNation.com, you'll see when we launch the official registration for that conference, which will be happening before this month is over. And if you send us the email to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, you'll be added to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's listserv and so you'll also be able to keep up with updates on not only that event, but many other events we have every year. And this year, our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival will be the very first weekend of August, as it always is. It will be held on St. Helena Island as well. And the theme is For We Ancestors. We are calling on everybody who has a concern about black land, about Gullah Geechee traditions, heritage, and culture, to be here for a massive ancestral tribute that we will do here at the Atlantic Ocean. And that is going to be on Friday, August the 4th. We are going to be at the St. Helena Branch Library on Saturday, August the 5th. And we want Hunter Children to stay over for the tours and the worship services on Sunday, August the 6th. It is going to be a massive Gullah Geechee African Diaspora Family Reunion entitled For We Ancestors. And so we want all of you who want to support us, and it doesn't matter what your ethnic group is, if you want to support us holding on to Gullah Geechee land and legacy, please make sure to mark these calendar dates and you can go to www.gullahgeechee.info gullahgeechee.info if Hona want go, and so you can find out more about the festival there, and we will also be putting up the information so that people will be able to start registering in advance for the tours and the various other activities that will happen that weekend, and it's about edutainment. But every year these activities that we do are to raise awareness and to raise funds to keep our people on our land. All three of us that are on this call tonight, all still live on our family land, still have family land ownership, that we can point to deeds that date back to the 1800s and show you the original heir's deed for where we live. And then most of the leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation ended up also inheriting or purchasing 
additional properties and building houses and things because we realize the value of land. Don't ever let anyone devalue you and don't devalue yourself. They called us black gold, so we know we're rich, and we are rich blessing to the world because we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. Now, I'm going to get ready to open up the phone lines for those who might want to ask us some questions or add to the dialogue. The number is 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. I want to thank everyone who's been in the chat room this entire time and those who are following along also on social media who are listening directly through Facebook and other places at this hour. I appreciate Peora who said that she wants to give out gifts from St. Helena Island and so that they can be corporate gifts. So she wanted to know about being able to obtain those. You can go to gullahgeechee.biz and order them. Anyone can support by going to gullahgeechee.biz. If you do not see something there that it fits what you want, Peora or others, and you want some other things that you want to give out, I see that Peora wrote, I think a lot of corporations regularly give small corporate gifts to their customers, as some even stock items in a company store where the employees can go and look for gifts. Yeah, I agree with you. I know that they do do that. So if we have a corporation that wants to do that, you want Gullah Geechee made, authentic items and you don't see something directly at that site or you do see something you just want to know if you get a mass quantity what it would take to do so just email us to gogeco at aol.com and we can directly address that as well but in the meantime anybody can go to gullahgeechee.biz and place orders and if you want to get uh, gift cards to take, let's say, for instance, Dr. Therese Day Clean Journeys Tours or the Gullah Root Experience Tour from the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, then contact us. We can make arrangements so you can give our tours as gifts to other people so that when they come, they know they have authentic Gullah Geechee tours and will learn the truth about us and not this entertainment stuff that we've talked about because that is part of the disenfranchisement of our people because if others see us as just some iconic museum relic of the past, they don't even believe that those of us who are here right now are Gullah Geechee. They have a Yeti, everybody a crack and teeth like this, she has a little basket and right. like that, a stuff pot of grits and things like that, or honey in the Gullah Geechee tall doll. Right. Not true. Okay, you looking right at us and many times ignoring us, saying, well, that's yep. not one of them, just because we can also that's communicate right. with you. That's, that's unacceptable. Right. That's right. So, that's yeah, right. so we we understand business and economic empowerment, and we thank everybody who's contacted us to help with the economics of this issue. But it's bigger. It's bigger than just paying some land taxes. It's about continued economic enfranchisement and enfranchisement. So thank you so much for that and saying that you're going to look at that for your corporation, and we hope others will follow your lead. Now, 817-724, I'm knocking on your door. I see you've been with us from the beginning of this call here tonight, 817-724. Good evening. How honored to do? Peace, goddess. I'm good. I'm just sitting in. I'm uh, I'm actually uh, about to get on to this Washington. Uh, Washington call that's basically about the land too. So I was just kind of interested in what you guys were talking about. I seen you on the on the, on my email blog talk thing. So yeah, I'm I'm riding along, interested. I'm out here in Texas, Dallas Fort Worth oh, area. Oh, Texas, great. We got family yes, out there, the Seminoles that's out there in Brackettville or the Gull- right. uh, Gullah Geechees. So we got plenty of connections out that side. So hail up the family for us on that. And y'all keep that land holding going on, all right? Well, you let me know what you need me to do on this end. Like I say, I really don't know what's going on. I'm trying to, you know, keep up with the Washita right now. Now I'm figuring out what I'm, I'm hearing what you guys got going on. So I just want to get in where I fit in with the family. Well, we've given out a lot of info here, and brother, if you get involved with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, like I mentioned throughout this broadcast, that way we'll stay in regular touch, and you'll be even connected even when we're coming out that way, because I come out to Texas every couple of years as well and do work out there. They even have a Queen Quet Day in Houston, so I got a lot of love for the state of Texas and my people out there. So I appreciate you being on the call with us tonight. Yes, ma'am. All right. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. So, yeah, a lot of 
don't realize that's, again, that's part of the Gullah Geechee diaspora. We have people all over the place. And we have this issue, as Dr. Teray and I pointed out, that is not isolated, not isolated, and people of African descent, people of color, indigenous people are on the front lines fighting for their land and their cultural heritage to remain on that land. So we thank everybody that now is taking a stand to be proactive and helping with the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I'm going to go ahead to this next call that just came in, 540871. What's going on? Good evening. Good evening. Brother peace and blessings. Brother Walter. Ah, peace Brother and Walter. blessings, Brother Walter. What's going on? Ah, just, just sitting here wishing I was down there in the nation. I know that's right. <laughs> Hey, Brother Walter. <laughs> I tell you, I, I really, really enjoy the way that I've been accepted. And I enjoy meeting meeting new people every time I come down. I feel That's so right. at home. I appreciate that. Now, I'm going to let my audience know Brother Walter White is out in the Virginia area, but he is an active member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. So even when he's not able to drive down and be physically here for one of the celebrations or the meetings or gatherings that we're having, and I don't care what we're having at South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, if he could get there, he's getting there. If he doesn't, he will always make a contribution and allow us to be able to either just accept as a donation or let one of the elders or someone in the community who can't afford a ticket to something be able to come. So we appreciate you and your continued assistance even in social media with sharing these broadcasts and other things. So we need we could use at least 100 more of you, Brother Walter. Mm-hmm. Walter, Walter, needs, Walter needs to be at Geechee Kunda. Yeah, he comes down there too. I know. I know. Walter, owe me some stuff. Now I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Me and Walter got to talk. Yeah, I was. I was there last week. I, I know that. I'm just saying, Walter. Me and you got to talk, Walter. Me and you got to talk. So you calling here? Oh. I need you to be calling me, Walter. I ain't talking about right. quit right now. It's about Jamal right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see how family do, brother Walter? See how you get treated. You see what's going on. That's right. They come to your county and then say they then took it back to their county and they stay and annexation and calling out. Well, Brother Walter, we all know we're going to hear from you again on Facebook, and we look forward to seeing you in 2017. You know, enjoy Kwanzaa, enjoy the holy days, and please make sure you give Dr. Terrell a ring after this show go off the end next couple of minutes. All right? I will. I will. All right. Will. Peace, bless. I love him. Peace I love, blessings. Peace blessings and love, love to him, you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. That was a wonderful surprise. That was a wonderful surprise. So, yeah, as we close out the show tonight, uh, we're going to go ahead and let Sister Sister Glenda, you have any final words from the Florida family for the listeners tonight? Well, I just say, you know, we are going to stay on the battlefield, you know, for as long as we can. It, it would be nice if we could just see people begin to, embrace this aspect of retaining our culture and um, just understand how important it is. Um, But we'll just continue to educate the next generation as they come along in hopes um, that we can do a better job of representing our ancestors and all the hard work that, that they put into sacrificing their lives so that we could have a resource today to live, to live on and to live for Absolutely, Dr. Teray. Yes, ma'am. And Queen Quit, I'll throw this out there again, say how we need to be vigilant and uh, concerned about what's going on. Just like I told you when I was in Napa County, I read the newspaper, the newspaper said in Camden County, Georgia, that they now basically have voted unanimously yeah. for development on Cumberland Island. Right. And my first question was, is it near the church? I wanted to know that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I will say this. Well, we now have to be, realize that it's not just going to be Cumberland because if they put the stuff up on Cumberland, guess That's what? That's a precedent. St. Mary's, Kingsland, all of them are going to be affected also. So you're going to see us being right. impacted. 
right there. Absolutely. And then throw this whole thing out there. You may have some organizations out there saying that they're about uh, protecting the land and retaining the land, but guess what? Check out and see who are, who are, who they're in bed with. You got some right. organizations that say save the land, but they involve the corporations that involve right. the resorts. That's right. right. So, and people, right. people in Hilton Head, for example, not even aware that some of the people who are supposed to be helping them are tied mm-hmm. to MPIs. I mean, tied to the heritage, RBG heritage, and other stuff like yes. that. Some people who help displace our people on the property. But right. guess what? Nobody's saying anything because, again, we just think because you see a black face, you think it's all right. But no, that's right. what I'm saying. Be vigilant and be intelligent. You got to right. right. sense. Absolutely. So thank you, thank you to both for Hunter Chillin' for joining me here tonight. All my listeners tomorrow evening, tune in one more again, 7 p.m., right here, Gully Geechee Rhythm Radio. We're going to pick up where we just left off with this new destruction coming into the Gully Geechee Nation, but how Hunter can continue to stand with we, and we know who we be. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people. This is Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. We so glad that Hunter tuned in this evening for the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Peace and blessings, everybody. Peace and blessings.